Welcome to The Savvy Sauce, where we have practical chats for intentional living. I'm your host, Laura Duggar, and I'm so glad you're here. I am thrilled to introduce you to our sponsor, Windshape Marriage. Their weekend retreats will strengthen your marriage and you will enjoy this gorgeous setting, delicious food, and quality time with your spouse. To find out more, visit them online at windshapemarriage.org. That's W-I-N-S-H-A-P-E marriage.org. Thanks for your sponsorship. Emily Thomas is my guest today, and whether you enjoy goal setting or not, She's going to challenge some of our preconceived thoughts of what the purpose of goals actually is. She's going to share research, scripture, and science that is all mixed together to create an amazing tool to help you live your most meaningful life yet. This is a process that I personally use, and I've greatly benefited from it, so I can't wait to share it with you in case you're also desiring to live an intentional life in 2021 and beyond. Here's our chat. Welcome to the Savvy Sauce, Emily. Hi, thank you. I'm so happy to be here. Thanks for having me. Well, I'm delighted to get to chat with you today. And first, we're all going to want to know who we're chatting with. So will you just tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do? Of course. Um, I'm married to my high school sweetheart for eight years, and we have two kids, June, who is four, and Shep, who is two. I am an Enneagram 5, so a shout out to my fellow investigators who are a bit of a rare breed. And some listeners may know me from my job at Cultivate What Matters, where I've worked for over a decade as the creative director, the chief of staff, and the head of content, sometimes at different times and sometimes all at the same time. In the evenings and on weekends, I write a blog called M for Marvelous, which I've also been doing for over a decade And I really love my faith, personal finance, reading, writing, hiking, and making what I like to call everyday magic for my family. Well, you've said you work at Cultivate What Matters, which is one of my all-time favorite brands. So will you just tell us more about your most popular product, the One Year Power Sheets Goal Planner? Absolutely. I would love to. Um, I like to say that Power Sheets are one part workbook, one part habit tracker, and one part planner. They help you find a focus so that you can do more of the things you've always wanted to do while also loving the life you're living right now and have permission to let go of anything else. So it's a 12-month workbook. It includes a monthly calendar spread as well as the tending list, which is kind of where you break down your goals for the year and keep them moving forward. And something that I really love about Power Sheets is that they are used by women in all seasons of life. So from college students to empty nesters, businesswomen to stay-at-home moms, um, which just really makes it a neat and unique community. I love hearing you explain it because I've found so much personal fulfillment in using Power Sheets. And I also love that it asks some intentional questions or has this unique way of giving the right words of encouragement to just stay on track. I've actually only used one complete set of power sheets. But when I look back for the first time, the goals that I intended to accomplish for the year were actually met through that bite-sized reminder and that resource that helped keep me on track. So cool. I love hearing that. What is the research behind goals in general? 
Absolutely. So we like to, you know, nerd out a little bit on the neuroscience behind it because it really does help connect the dots on why our community has been able to make so much great progress over the years in an area where we struggle so often and it just can be hard to get traction. And so a big thing for us is at the power of writing down our goals. Research shows that we are more likely to achieve them when we can visualize them and write them down in our own handwriting. And that physical act really helps wire them into our brain so that we're more likely to take action you know, on the goals we've written down. And even in the background, our brain you know, is working on connections and ways to move those goals forward, which is just really neat. And then there's also been a lot of research on the power of 90-day windows. So you'll see that time frame used in a lot of big organizations like big companies, the military, et cetera. And it's because it's the right amount of time to focus intensely on something before it's helpful to kind of refresh and reset. And the power sheets are broken into those 90-day sections to help take advantage of that kind of natural wiring of our brain. Wow. There just seems to be so much that goes into it because there's so much biblical wisdom and proverbs that I see laid out in power sheets. And then you use science and you have this incredible team of women. Are there any other unique things that you see poured in to make it such a unique goal setting process? Mm, well, I think what you were saying about scripture is definitely true. The power sheets are you know, a secular product and that there's no faith references in them. And we really want to make them a welcoming place for women of any faith or no faith, because we do believe, again, as a, a business doing business as ministry, that inviting people in and asking them those big picture questions will lead them to some really big questions about their life and the meaning of it and all of that. And so we welcome and love that opportunity to kind of shepherd people in that way. But scripture, definitely, we connect that with goals all the time. And when I think about pieces that have been particularly influential for me, in Luke, it says that the one who has been entrusted with much, much more will be asked. To me, that has a direct relationship to goals. So the goal, it's not really the goal. It's just an effective tool to use as we try to move toward the people God wants us to be and the life that he wants us to live. You mentioned Proverbs and in Proverbs 29, the verse, there is no vision, the people perish. And I love that the power sheets process calls me to ask those big picture questions about my life and my purpose that are really easy to ignore in the kind of, you know, daily grind we're all in. And they just remind me to lift my head up and acknowledge that my days are numbered and that there's a calling on my life. And when I have a clear vision for where I'm going, it's so much easier to go there. And I think it's more joyful as well to do your life on purpose. Have you found that to be true? Absolutely. Absolutely. I think, you know, the things that I put in my power sheets for the most part are not things that anyone is forcing me to do or is going to come along behind me, you know, and make sure that I'm doing them. And so they're the kind of things that would just easy to fall to the wayside and never get done, always kind of move off to a day when things seem easier or less busy, but they also, many of them are the things that just bring that joy and fullness to our life and really help us to feel like we're living into, you know, what life is really meant to be and the people that we're meant to be. And so, yeah, I just love that. It brings so much joy for me. And could you also share the mission of your company? Sure. We are helping women to redeem their time. We want them to love the life that they're living right now and continually move forward into 
cultivating what matters in the long term. So again, that's helping them to find a focus and then to let go of all the rest. You know, as women, we have so much pressure on our lives and um, just so many things competing for our attention. And through the power sheets and our teaching and our other tools, like write the word, we want to clear away all of that fluff and kind of unnecessary stuff for you and help you to focus and really move forward with great power and strength and intentionality in the things that really matter to you in your life. And I've already gotten mine for 2021, but we're also going to do a giveaway right after this episode goes live. And so I'm really excited if anyone hasn't tried out Power Sheets before, I hope you find us on social media at The Savvy Sauce and see how you can enter. Emily, how do you personally use this resource? And then what kind of life change have you experienced as a result of that? Absolutely. So I have been using some form of power sheets since before, you know, we ever offered them for sale, I think probably nine or more years now. And I have used them differently over the years. So they're flexible enough for that, which I really appreciate. And some years I have set very broad like focal areas, which I broke down into specific items on the monthly tending list. And in more recent years, I've set more specific goals. For example, last year, I had a goal to become a bike riding family and to complete a 150 mile MS fundraising ride. So, you know, going more on the lane of like a very granular goal. Um, I've also in the past used them for work focused goals. I've used them for solely personal focused goals. I've used them for a mix. So it's a neat just flexibility in the product, which I love. For me, aside from the prep work, which is the first section we were talking about, which is so helpful to get clear every year on where I am and where I want to be, the best thing has been sharing my goals every month with others, whether that's with a friend in real life or on my blog. And that accountability is what really just lights a fire under me as each month comes to an end. And like we talked about, the thing about my goals is that they're things that I want to do. They're not really things that are anyone is making me to do. And so the accountability that's kind of built into the product, as well as the community that is around PowerSheets, has been just so powerful in helping me to move forward in these things that really help me cultivate what matters in my life. And so as you look at cultivating what matters in your own life, what are some of your own specific goals for 2021? I am not sure quite yet. I like to start my prep work in early December. So right now I'm just really excited and I have open hands for what God might have for me in the new year and excited to begin to discover that through the process. And I, you know, I have written down a couple things, you know, one of the first pages in the prep work is just your goal ideas for the year ahead. And so I have a couple things jotted down there, but I really don't go into it with kind of a pre-set idea of where I'm going to be headed and what my goals are going to be. And that would definitely be encouragement to any listeners as well who are getting ready to dive into your power sheets is just be open to the prep work and whatever answers come out of you as you are answering those questions, they're designed to be introspective and to get you know the truth and what's deep in your heart out onto paper. And so I just encourage you to be open to that as you go through it. I like how you say they're introspective and those prompts really do help you think about things that are now called to mind that you maybe weren't thinking of prior to beginning that process. Yes. Also, I've enjoyed taking those questions even on date night with my husband, and it has started some really great conversation that's been more intentional. 
Yeah, I do the same thing. One of our favorite traditions is uh, end of year. We call it our end of year celebration dinner. It's a date night in December. And I don't actually bring my whole power sheets because that would be a lot to bring to a restaurant. But I do have a couple of those questions usually in my phone. And we use that as the basis for conversation in that dinner just to look back on the year that we've passed and where we you know, really had success, where we kind of fell short of our hopes. And, and then again, to look forward into the year that we think God has for us and kind of do some dreams envisioning for what might be ahead. So totally recommend that as well for listeners. I love that idea. That's such a fun date night idea that we can try this year. Let's take a quick break to hear a message from our sponsor. I'm so excited to share today's sponsor, Windshape Marriage, with you. Windshape Marriage is a fantastic ministry that helps couples prepare, strengthen, and if needed, even save their marriage. Windshape Marriage is grounded on the belief that the strongest marriages are the ones that are nurtured, even if it seems like things are going smoothly. That way, they'll be stronger if they do hit a bump along their marital journey. Through their weekend retreats, Windshape Marriage invites couples to enjoy time away to simply focus on each other. These weekend retreats are hosted within the beautiful refuge of Windshape Retreat, perched in the mountains of Rome, Georgia, which is just a short drive from Atlanta, Birmingham, and Chattanooga. While you and your spouse are there, you'll be well-fed, well-nurtured, and well-cared for. During your time away in this beautiful place, you and your spouse will learn from expert speakers and explore topics related to intimacy, overcoming challenges, improving communication, and so much more. I've stayed on site at Windshape before, and I can attest to their generosity, food, and content. You will be so grateful you went. To find an experience that's right for you and your spouse, head to their website, winshapemarriage.org. That's W-I-N-S-H-A-P-E marriage.org. Thanks for your sponsorship. Sometimes I think that it helps to hear examples before we try to come up with our own ideas. So if we could look back at your goals for 2020, could you share a few more examples of what those goals were and what it looked like? for the tending list? And then even, did you come up with a word of the year? Great questions. Okay. So for 2020, I had eight goals and most of them were pretty specific. A couple were more general and that I then broke down. But one of them was to live a wild life outdoors. So when I did my prep work, a theme of just wanting to spend time outside in nature, living that kind of slow pace of life and really letting my kids sink into that, that came up over and over again. So this goal was meant to capture that. And we broke it down in a couple of different ways over the year. I had a goal for at least once a month to get outside and have kind of very unstructured free play in the woods. So we did that month after month. And then I had some other goals, like one was to kind of reorganize our garage, which was just a tangle of all sorts of stuff. Um, And the goal there was to make it a place where supplies and bikes and all the kind of fun stuff that helped them want to spend time outside was easily accessible. So that was one way I broke it down. And then um, another one was we added a sand table to our front porch, um, which was great because I was thinking about these pain points in my day of like, you know, we get home from school and I want my kids to be able to play outside and things like that. But I kind of usually need to be starting dinner and they are, you know, too young to just send them out all on their own. And so Our front porch is enclosed, and that was a really easy way to be able to send them out to an outdoor space, but where I could easily see them from the window and things like that. So um, that's one example, but those are a couple ways I broke it down this year. I 
actually did not have a word of the year. You know, the neat thing about the Power Sheets process is that it's all there for you and you can, we encourage you to, you know, dive into all of the different parts of it, but you are free to, to do what works best for you. And so personally, I am a vision board person. I love to make a vision board for every year. I put it up on my fridge and it is there where I can see it every day. So that's something that's really helps me to cement those goals in my mind and bring them to mind every day. And a word of the year is something else that does that for a lot of people. But for me, and I don't know, it's maybe just funny because I'm such a word person in general, but I usually don't have a word of the year. So I did not for this year. We'll see about 2021. (laughs) Yes, it'll be exciting to see if anything comes up with your prep work for that. Yes. If this is someone's first time being introduced to Power Sheets, I'm wondering if some of this sounds overwhelming at first. So could you share what your actual time commitment is like? Because I'm sure you're not spending hours every week tending to all of these goals. Yes. So for the prep work, that is kind of the first part of the power sheets process. So people have all different ways they like to do it. Some like to sit down and really work through every page in one sitting. Some like to do it a little bit at a time over several days. I am a the latter. I like to do it in, you know, 15 to 30 minute chunks over a few days just helps it to gives my brain time to think about it and let it sit in. So a few hours usually over, you know, perhaps the month of December is what you're looking at for the prep work. And then on a monthly basis, the tending list and kind of monthly prep pages, those usually take me about 15 to 20 minutes to do once a month to get that all set up and ready to go. And then from there, it's really just a daily practice of keeping it somewhere you can see it. So that might be your desk or your kitchen counter or your bedside table, somewhere where you'll be able to glance at it every day and just be reminded of your focus and where you've said you want to go. And then from there, I find that it's really pretty simple to keep moving forward on those things as long as they're front and center. So from month to month, it depends on how much time I'm spending on a goal, things like that. If, you know, you have a goal to exercise, you might be spending a certain amount of time on that per day. Or for me in October, I was doing that garage clean out I mentioned. So that was, you know, a couple hours on a Saturday, but it depends on the goal and on the month and what I'm kind of have on my plate. But the nice thing is that we also give you in the power sheets, a yearly overview, which is a two page spread where you get to kind of look at all of your goals and all of the kind of action items you've brainstormed, the ways you can break them down, as well as what else is on your plate. So perhaps if you have kids, you know, you know, May is going to be really busy with celebrations and end of school and things like that. So you can plan ahead to pace yourself well throughout the year and maybe not plan to do as many goal action steps in that month as you might in, you know, a summer month or something like that. That's really helpful to hear your process. And I know when I was first starting out, I was a little bit nervous when my friends had told me about it because I wanted to try, but it was a really busy season with, I think we were pregnant with our fourth daughter. What I was surprised with is this same lesson that I've learned over and over with intentionality is that sometimes I will resist doing something intentional that may take a little bit of time up front. But when I actually do that, I am shocked at the delight and the clarity and the time saved in the long run that that intentional time spent up front gifts all of those other areas. Does that make sense? Absolutely. And like we were talking about, not only do power sheets give you a focus for your time, but they give you permission to let go of all the rest. And so 
all of us have things that take up our time, shoehorn their ways into our days that we do not need to be spending time or brain space on. And so hopefully through the process, you are freeing yourself up from a lot of those things, which then creates more room in your life and your schedule to, to do those things that really matter for you. And I think the other thing that popped into mind when you were speaking was that if you spent any time around cultivate, then you have probably heard the phrase progress, not perfection. We just really believe that it doesn't have to be perfect to be powerful and that the little by little really does add up. And so, you know, so many people come to their planner and just want everything to change overnight and have, you know, a million goals and things like that. And we really, through the teaching in the book and just in our brand, we try to help women to see that even the small steps forward truly add up over a period of days and weeks and months and even years. There's such wisdom in that steady plotting. I'm curious, as your children get older, how do you hope to include them in this process or teach them how to set goals for themselves? Yeah, it's such a good question. And I just mentioned those classic cultivate phrases. And with our four-year-old, you know, I find them slipping out of my mouth every day, practically. So things like little by little adds up and it doesn't have to be perfect to be good. So, you know, through those just simple phrases that she can really latch on to and teaching her about what they mean, hopefully I'm laying the groundwork for, you know, talking about goals in a bigger sense as she gets older. And we just, this year, we just launched a version of Power Sheets for eight to 13 year olds, the girls goal planner. And I am definitely biased because I I did write a bunch of it, but I think it's a really amazing translation of the things that so many of us wish we had learned earlier in life. And I'm really excited to do that alongside my daughter when she's a bit older as well. That is so exciting. And we're going to put links to all of these resources in both the show notes and the resources tab of our website. I may be biased as well, but I just think it makes such a wonderful Christmas gift for this year. Yeah. And just in this year where so many things have not gone as planned and maybe a lot of the things that, you know, your daughter has was looking forward to are no longer on her planner. It's just a neat way to get her excited about the days ahead, I think. And then also we worked with um, a number of psychologists as we developed it. And they had some really neat ideas about things that we could and did put into the planner to help girls, you know, explore their feelings and kind of acknowledge and manage them in a really healthy way, which, you know, again, mindset is such an important part about uh, setting and achieving goals. So yeah, it's just a really neat product. And the feedback has been really wonderful from it. We are now accepting advertisers for 2021. We cannot think of anyone we would rather promote than you, our devoted listener. For pricing and details, please reach out to us through social media at The Savvy Sauce on Instagram or Facebook. Lauren from our team can connect with you there. Otherwise, I, Laura, would love to chat with you through email if you email us at info at thesavvysauce.com. We hope we get to partner with you and promote your brand in 2021. Could you give us just a little teaser about how you applied some of that knowledge from psychologists into this new resource? Absolutely. So 
they spoke to a lot of different things. They kind of reviewed it at a couple different points in the process. And two things that stuck out to me is this age group is so tender and they're just maturing so rapidly and kind of dealing with so many influences as they move from kind of a family sphere of influence to a peer sphere of influence. And so in the weekly planner pages, they recommended we put in kind of a sidebar about how am I feeling today? Um, what am I grateful for? How can I, you know, move forward with these feelings, things like that. And just really simple, you know, straightforward language, but in a way that helps them recognize those things they might be feeling and kind of move them forward in a productive way instead of, you know, stuffing them down and things like that. So that is one that I really love that they encouraged us to add. And then something else that was very in line with our brand, but that they helped us clarify was, you know, when kids start to learn about goals and mature in that way, they easily fall into kind of an all or nothing mindset, which, hello, that sounds very familiar to a lot of us. You know, if I can't do it perfectly or completely, or if I'm not going to be good at it, then I don't even want to try it. And so the Girls Goal Planner, it's set up that each month they learn about a different character trait that really um, helps them achieve goals and have an intentional life. And so throughout those sections, they helped us incorporate a lot of wording and kind of explanations to help gently, you know, remove goals from that mindset of all or nothing and grow them into this progress, not perfection, little by little mindset and things like that. So that was really neat to hear their perspective on some things that have been a part of the Cultivate brand for a long time, but that we are newer to translating to a, a younger client. Well, that was so wise to seek some other counsel and get all of this input and I'm just assuming that your team hears a lot of incredible stories from people who have used power sheets. Can you share any inspirational stories from any of your clients? Yeah, I always say that one of the best things about this job is that our community so freely shares their success stories with us. You know, we hear from people every day, and though we truly believe that the Lord is in it, and we just get to be a small part of it, it is very fun and gratifying. And there's a lot that I could share, but I actually just published a post on the Cultivate blog um, sharing some goal success stories from this very crazy year that we've had. I think it's so easy for us to think, oh, you know, 2020 was a wash. It was just crazy. There's no way I could have made progress on the things that mattered to me. And of course, there are very real, very hard things that people dealt with. But I just loved hearing from these users about ways that they were able, despite all the challenges and hardships, were able to really move forward and make progress on the things that matter to them. So um, that blog post has really great stories from the user's words themselves. So I would definitely recommend checking that out. And then just as a fun follow up, <laughs> you know, because you have to laugh at things sometimes. And so we published this blog post. And then in the next few days, we're actually publishing one that we're calling the 2020 goal bonfire. And <laughs> this is a place for all of those goals that just were not possible in the year 2020. So I'm looking forward to that too. It's important to be able to laugh when things go awry as well. 2020 goal bonfire. That is very creative. <laughs> yep. So throw on yours as well. Anything that did not work out as you thought it would. Well, Emily, this time has been so enlightening. Is there anything else that we haven't covered yet that you want to make sure you leave us with today? I would say, you know, when we were talking about the Girls' Goal Planner, that it just really brought home what I think one of the most transformative things about encountering the Cultivate brand for the first time can do for people. And it's just kind of flipping the switch in your brain that 
It doesn't have to be perfect to be meaningful that, you know, your little by little steps will add up over time and that change is possible. And how 2020 went for you does not have to be the way that 2021 goes and that we each have it within ourselves, the ability to just make different decisions and to really chart a new course. And I hope that I can leave that encouragement with listeners because it's absolutely true for each one of them. Oh, I love that. If people want to follow up with you online, Emily, where would you direct them? Sure. Um, Listeners can find me at Cultivate What Matters, of course, where I'm often writing for the Cultivate blog um, and popping up on Instagram stories. And of course, they can also find me at mformarvelous.com and on my Instagram, which is Emily Air Thomas. Wonderful. We will link to that in both the show notes and the resources tab of our website. And I just have one final question for you today. We are called the Savvy Sauce because savvy is synonymous with practical knowledge or insight. And so, Emily, what is your Savvy Sauce? My Savvy Sauce is the belief that many problems can be solved by a daily walk with someone you love and trust. And so as often as possible, uh, my husband John and I go for a walk to untangle our days and talk through whatever is on our mind. And that movement and the time with the person I love just helps keep everything on an even keel. So that is wonderful. Savvy sauce. I love that you incorporate these simple, but really meaningful rhythms into your life. And I feel like the overflow you've just poured out on all of us. So thank you for taking the time to share all of your savvy ways with us today, Emily. It was wonderful to get to host you as my guest. Oh, it was absolutely a pleasure. Thank you so much for having me. One more thing before you go. Have you heard the term gospel before? It simply means good news, and I want to share the best news with you. But it starts with the bad news. Every single one of us were born sinners, and God is perfect and holy, so he cannot be in the presence of sin. Therefore, we're separated from him. This means there's absolutely no chance we can make it to heaven on our own. So for you and for me, it means we deserve death and we can never pay back the sacrifice we owe to be saved. We need a savior. But God loved us so much, he made a way for his only son to willingly die in our place as the perfect substitute. This gives us hope of life forever in right relationship with him. That is good news. Jesus lived the perfect life we could never live and died in our place for our sin. This was God's plan to make a way to reconcile with us so that God can look at us and see Jesus. We can be covered and justified through the work Jesus finished if we choose to receive what he has done for us. Romans 10.9 says that if you confess with your mouth Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. So would you pray with me now? Heavenly Father, thank you for sending Jesus to take our place. I pray someone today, right now, is touched and chooses to turn their life over to you. Will you clearly guide them and help them take their next step in faith to declare you as Lord of their life? We trust you to work and change the lives now for eternity. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. If you prayed that prayer, you are declaring, Him for me, so me for Him you get the opportunity to live your life for Him. At this podcast, we are called Savvy for a reason. We want to give you practical tools to implement the knowledge you have learned. 
So you're ready to get started? First, tell someone. Say it out loud. Get a Bible. The first day I made this decision, my parents took me to Barnes & Noble to get the Quest NIV Bible, and I love it. Start by reading the book of John. Get connected locally, which basically means just tell someone who is part of the church in your community that you made a decision to follow Christ. I'm assuming they will be thrilled to talk with you about further steps, such as going to church and getting connected to other believers to encourage you. We want to celebrate with you too, so feel free to leave a comment for us if you made a decision for Christ. We also have show notes included where you can read scripture that describes this process. Finally, be encouraged. Luke 15.10 says, In the same way, I tell you, there is rejoicing in the presence of the angels of God over one sinner who repents. The heavens are praising with you for your decision today. If you've already received this good news, I pray that you have someone else to share it with today. You are loved, and I look forward to meeting you here next time.